Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello and welcome back. I'm so happy that you decided to come back, or if it's your first time, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, As I mentioned earlier, right now we're in our back to school series where every single Saturday, which I generally post Saturday mornings, I'm going to be talking about something related to back to school and how to succeed. So last week, the episode was how to be successful in school. This week's episode is how to be successful in your social life. Next week's episode is how to be successful in fitness. And lastly, the fourth back to school series is how to be successful in your mental health. So those are all great things to focus on, especially during the busy school year and um, getting started in everything. So before we dive into today, I want to kind of make, as I normally start off my episodes, I want to say something that I'm grateful for and something I'm not very grateful for. So I'm extremely grateful for all the opportunities I had over the summer where I was a intern at a dental office and I was very happy to receive this internship because I was able to learn so much and I do want to be a future dentist so this was a perfect fit for me. I also had a couple other jobs and I just had overall a lot of fun. No, my summer was not filled with a bunch of friends or a social life, but I know that I was doing it for a reason, and that is to get ahead, to work hard, to earn money, and to learn about my future. Because I can always be successful in my social life when I choose to. And right now, for the summer, I took a step back and focused more on myself and jobs and learning, which is a little bit backwards because back to school, you're supposed to focus more on that. But I love to learn, and having those jobs really taught me a lot. Something I'm not very grateful for is, unfortunately, I think this was literally last week's not grateful, but unfortunately, end of summer. So I start school, if you're listening to this on the Saturday that I posted it, the 20th, I start school on the Wednesday 24th. So my summer is pretty much done. Um, Luckily, the weather is still great outside, so you can always catch me... um, reading a book or doing homework or studying or eating my meals outside as much as I can, especially before the snow rolls in and the cold, because I do live in Minnesota and it is quite cold over here. But um, yeah, so I love being outside. And luckily, I think we have a couple more months of good weather before it becomes all snowy. So how do you be successful in your social life? Making friends can be really, really hard. I think people don't really realize this until they're out of their little bubble. And this bubble is the bubble you grew up with. So it is the friends you've known since elementary, middle, or even high school. It is, you know, the coworkers that you've been working with for like years. It's the family and the people at church that you've also known for years. So you've always been surrounded by this kind of built-in community, built-in friendships. And if you are going off to college, hate to break it to you, but you're probably not going to be friends with the people you were in high school. It is nearly impossible unless you go to the same 
high um, college, you're completely different people. And if you're going to a new school, you're different. You are a different person. You grew over the summer, but you also will keep growing and maturing. So you are going to need to know how to be successful in your social life for the rest of your life. It is a very important skill and there's so many books and studies and different aspects of your social life that is incredibly, incredibly important. But, you know, for me, I am in college and I'm actually transferring different colleges too. So not only did I leave high school, um, but I also am leaving a certain college to go to a different college and all of this stuff. And that means, you know, I don't really have a built-in community. I don't have built-in friends. The friends that I've had in high school, they're still my friends, but I'm definitely being, I'm definitely growing away from that because I'm entering in this new aspect of my life where I'm focusing on the future. And I'm not saying that whatever friends you've had, you need to throw them away. Like that's horrible. But I'm just saying that you will be spending less and less time with them, especially if you're not going to the same school as them. And it, it is a big thing. Of course, you can stay connected, but you are distancing yourself from other people, especially when you transfer schools or go from high school to college or from a, one college to another. It is a big change. And again, people, I think, don't realize how hard it is until they're thrown out into the real world, until they don't have their bubble, until they go off to college and they realize, wait a minute, I know absolutely nobody here and I have to start making friends from scratch. And the same thing occurs when, you know, you graduate and now your college friends, of course, are going to, you know, be there. I actually know from a fact that generally college friends stick around a lot longer than high school ones do. But, you know, even after college, you're in the real world. You are at a job and you have to make friends within your different communities that you're part of, including your job. Otherwise, you're just going to be lonely the whole time. So... Being successful in your social life is important, and if you are anywhere from, you know, high school to past college, I think this is a very important episode for you because even beyond, this is an important, these are important skills for you to learn. Now, just a disclaimer, I'm generally going to be talking about making friends and social life surrounding school and school events, and whether that's, you know, high school or college, and if you're beyond that, I think you can still apply to some of these tips. So, however, while you are making friends, I kind of have three rules that I made for myself when making friends. And I think these rules are important as we look on to the how to be successful in your social life because having these rules sets a boundary and it kind of helps you know how to act in those certain situations. So, number one rule is don't have expectations. So, if you walk in on the first day of school, and you are expecting yourself to make like five new friends and be immersed in a friend group and all of this, you need to understand that that's probably not going to happen. You might not even make a friend the first day of school. Don't go into every class, like programming your mind to like look for a friend because it will literally become an obsession and whatever you believe in the universe or God will kind of sometimes not even give you that friend because you're like, so desperate from it and if you're that desperate to get a friend then you might end up with not so good friends because you're so desperate for a friendship so walk into wherever you go whether that's you know high school or college 
or even work with no expectations. You might make some friends, you might not. It's okay. And I think that's a really important mindset to have when you're walking into something like this. I was actually talking to my sister the other day and she is going into high school. So obviously it's a change for her. And, you know, she had, just like all of us, pretty much done school during COVID. So, of course, she lost some connections with friends during COVID, which is normal. A lot of people that I've talked to have had the same thing happen. But she was talking to me. She's like, Lana, like, I'm a little bit scared to go out and make friends. I don't feel like I know how. I get really anxious. And I think she is in the same boat as all of us, especially if you're going to a new school because you're like, how am I going to make new friends? How am I going to start from scratch? What if I grew away from my friends? I might be in the same school, but if I grew away from my friends, I need new friends. I can't stay with those old friends. Then of course you are going to need to make friends, but don't set yourself these expectations because a lot of the times they are not met and you're very disappointed. And honestly, I've made the best friends on so random tangents like you don't even know sometimes I just bump into someone and we become instant best friends you know and I think that's how a lot of people even approach dating and relationships is when they were actively searching for a relationship it didn't happen but once they kind of let go and let things happen they found the right person so that is incredibly important for whether it's you know friendships or relationships to remember don't come in with a very expectant mind because a lot of times it'll hurt you in the long run. Second rule I like to remember while making friends is don't care. Like literally don't care. I think especially this past year, um, I just stopped caring about what other people thought. If other people thought I was an idiot, that's that's on them. If other people thought I wasn't cool or whatever, that's on them. If they don't like me, that's your problem. It's not my problem. It's your problem. And I think having this mindset is so, so important because especially if you're a girl, we all know how girls can be. They can kind of, some, not all, of course, some girls can definitely be gossipers. They're kind of the snakes. Stay away from those people and don't, don't care what they say about you because there will always be someone with their own opinion and you can't make everyone like you. So just don't care about what other people say. Don't care about their perception of you because if you come in with who you are as a person, you will find the right person or group of friends and you will be able to have fun in your social life and actually succeed because, you know, you don't care about if they want to hurt you because for you, it's not like it's going to destroy you. A lot of times when people do make comments that are hurtful, it's more because they're insecure, not, it's not a you problem. So that's also something to keep in mind. But no, like I didn't care. I walked into the dental office and I put smiley faces on everything. I put smiley faces on like the tape, sometimes the glove boxes, sometimes I even put smiley faces on like patients' charts. And you know what? Some people might have, there was a couple people that kind of were like, well, what are, why are you putting smiley faces? That's so immature. You're, you're supposed to be an intern here. You're supposed to be acting like an adult. But I'm just like, if I want to put a smiley face and make a patient look at it or, you know, the doctor look at it and be happy, I'm going to put a smiley face. And I did it. And, you know, guess what? The majority of the people actually liked it because I didn't care what one or two people said. I did what I felt like I wanted to do. And it turned out great. And the last rule I like to remember when making friends is being kind to everybody. So being kind 
pretty self-explanatory, it's easy. But the thing is you need to be kind and smile and at least make people feel like they're seen to every single person that, of course, you, you don't need to like be obsessive about it either, but to every person that might look like, you know, they're having a tough day. A lot of times, especially in high school, there's these really dumb cliques where like, you're not part of our group, so you can't sit with us. Like, we're not in like a 2000s teenage movie, people. Get your crap together. Anyone can sit with anyone. And that's fine. And stop excluding people. Like, I was telling also my younger sister that like, you can smile to the person that might have a drug problem. You can smile to the person that might smell a little funny or be wearing the same clothes from yesterday because you could be saving their life. They could they could have serious mental problems. They could seriously feel like they're alone in the world. And if you just give them a smile and a wave and a hi, how are you? Then it can literally make their entire day. So just be kind to everyone. You never know what that kindness could do. Because unfortunately, I've met a lot of people that are very closed off. They don't smile. They don't look at other people. They're in their own bubble because, oh, smiling at that person is uncool or whatever. And you know what? I don't care. I smile at everyone. I will make everyone feel like they're seen and heard because that is what I would want someone to do to me. So of course, I'm going to do it to everyone else. Okay, now that we've got those three rules of no expectations, don't care, and be kind to everyone, now we can get into the meat of the episode. So, how are ways that you can make friends and succeed in your social life? Again, don't forget the three rules, but now these are tangible steps to actually have fun during the school year and make friends. So, first things first. The first, that's a lot of first. The first day of school outfit, along with your general appearance, makes a huge difference. So, generally, when we look at someone else, we already kind of start making conclusions about them. If you're dressed well and, you know, you did, you don't need to do your hair crazy or, um, you know, do a ton of makeup, but if you're dressed very, like, clean, very, um, you know, put together almost, if you keep a very, like, clean and, you know, friendly appearance, you are going to attract more people. And our world is very focused on appearance, and currently I'm reading this book called Blink, the Power of Thinking Without Thinking by Malcolm Gladwell. And he explains how generally in the first seconds of meeting a person or, you know, feeling out a situation, we already know the conclusion and actually with more accuracy than if we like started digging deep within that person or situation. So again, your general appearance makes a difference. So, you know, put a lot Put a little effort in your outfit, in your hair, in your makeup. And if you're a guy, just put a little out, like put a little effort in your, you know, what you're wearing and how you smell is also incredibly important. Um, don't pour perfume or cologne on you. That's disgusting. But just a little spritz to freshen you up is great. Make sure you know your teeth are brushed and just very basic hygiene. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, I'm in college, so I'm just going to go to class in my pajamas. Don't do it, okay? Just don't. Not only is that disrespectful to the teacher who actually had to get ready into normal clothing because I am betting 100% that the professor is not in pajamas teaching the class. It's disrespectful to other people and it's also disrespectful to yourself because you're kind of signaling to yourself subconsciously that I don't have enough time to take care of myself, which is untrue. So, dress to impress the first day of school and every other day of school. 
even if that means, you know, a leggings and a baggy sweatshirt, okay, put on nice sneakers, put on some jewelry, and make yourself look presentable. Don't look like a zombie walking the hallways because that is not the way to make friends or to even attract other people as friends or as a relationship. Number two is your friends should fit in with you and your lifestyle and you should not confine yourself to them. So I think a lot of us, so pretty much be yourself. A lot of us are focusing on, you know, finding friends that are exactly like us, but that might not happen. However, we can find friends that are similar to us. They like some things that are similar. Um, But again, if you are not yourself, if you are jeopardizing your beliefs, your faith, your general lifestyle to be with these friends, then they're not the right people for you. For example, for me, I'm a person that goes to bed very early, wakes up very early. I work a lot. I'm very busy. I'm trying my best to succeed in school. You know, I'm very into health and wellness, things like that. And friends that are obsessed with going to parties and staying up super late at night just don't fit with me and my lifestyle because I am not going to force myself to stay up past, you know, 11 p.m. Because, I mean, by 11, I'm dead. (laughs) I'm so asleep that you can't, I can't function. But I'm not going to force myself to stay up that late just because other people are doing it, just because it's cool. Because that doesn't fit with me. That's not, it does not make me feel good the next day. It knocks everything off of um, kind of my circadian rhythm. And honestly, it just doesn't fit. So of course, I'm going to find friends that they might, they might stay up late, but they respect that. And they're not going to be asking me to stay up late with them. Or friends that have a very similar kind of, they like to wake up early, they like to do a lot of fun stuff during the day, and then they go to bed at a reasonable time at night. So again, be yourself. Know your morals, know your ethics, know yourself before you make friends because you want those friends to fit you. Number three, when talking to someone new, talk less and listen more. So this was also in another book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And it pretty much explained that when you are talking to someone, you want to talk less than them because you want them to be able to, you know, get their point across, talk about themselves. So you not only are you getting to know them better before you really start becoming good friends with them, but you're also avoiding, you know, over-talking and making them feel like they're not being heard or listened to. And also, pay attention to what they say, nod your head, do the "Mm mm-hmm, you know, sometimes ask them questions to elaborate. Like if they're talking about going to Europe, ask them, where in Europe did you go? Like things like that make them feel like, oh, they're listening to me. They're asking me questions they want. They're actually interested in me rather than just like dumbly staring at them and not saying anything. Also, do make direct eye contact when they're talking to you. Don't don't stare at them like a psychopath, but make sure you're blinking, but just kind of nod, you move around a little bit like with your body so they understand that like this is a comfortable atmosphere where they can express themselves and you're a very non-judgmental person. They can talk to you, things like that. Number four, make the first moves. So I think succeeding in your social life and making friends in general is difficult. And it's even more difficult if I'm telling you to make the first move. Like 
go sit with that person. Start talking to the person that, you know, you are in the same chemistry class together. You know, sit next to the person in the lunchroom. Like, things like that go a long way. I think it's incredibly important for you to make the first move, even in, you know, friendships and relationships, because a lot of times others are too scared. They might want to sit and talk to you, but they're too scared. And if you can kind of take the reins and initiate the conversation, initiate the friendship or the relationship, it can it can make them feel amazing and you're making a new friend. So don't be afraid to make the first move. And again, if you're worried that someone's going to reject you, whether it be, you know, friendship or a relationship, again, let's go back to the three pillars of making friends. Don't care is number two. So do you care if they say, oh, I don't want to sit with you? No, you literally say, okay, turn around and find someone else. Like, it's it's really that simple. Number five is joining a club or a team. So I think this is generally related to people that are in school. But succeeding in your social life not only means making friends, which clubs and, you know, sports teams can definitely help with that, but it also helps to maintain them. So... Joining a club means you're meeting every week. You're going to see the same people every week, so you're bound to be talking to people and getting to know others. And the same thing with, you know, sports teams. Generally, you meet like every single day or, you know, five, six days a week with sports and practices and games. So you're going to build a strong relationship with your teammates. And of course, that sport will help you to maintain them throughout the season. But you can't just, um, you know not maintain those friendships on all the other months of the year that the sport might not be played because they're still your friends. Number six, get a job, but be be very, very careful here. So getting a job can mean coworkers and coworkers can mean friends. In my jobs, a lot of the people that I'm friends with, well, all of them are my coworkers because they work at my job. And it's super fun to be able to go to work and really enjoy it because I know that the people I like are actually there. However, you know, you have to be careful with the types of jobs you are getting because all of my jobs over the summer were generally surrounding adults and the elderly. That's who I worked with. Of course, I made friends and really good friends, but they're not going to be going to college with me come around next week. So I need to know that when you make a job, you might make friends, but they're not going to be, sometimes they're not your age. Sometimes they, most of the time they don't go to your college, unless you get a job like on the college campus or the high school campus that can be different. But, you know, you can get a job, you can make friends, but you need to be careful with, you know, who you're actually with. Number seven is actually go to social events. So I think I'm pretty guilty of this when I see some kind of social event on like Friday evening or like a Sunday afternoon and I'm just like, hey, I don't want to go. Well, those social events are literally there for you to make friends, for you to maintain friends, for you and your friends to find something to do. And if you always don't go to them, I mean... Of course, you can do other things with your friends, but, you know, if you're looking to make friends, you got to go to those social events because it's important. Don't overstretch yourself. Even if it's like one 
social event a month or one every other week, that's enough. You don't need to go every single day or even every single week. It's just enough to mix up, you know, your routine and find new people to connect with. Number eight, don't overshare with friends and don't gossip about others. I think this is incredibly important because if you overshare with friends a lot of times or even new people and you want to, you know, befriend them and you start oversharing, they're kind of turned off by that. If you start talking about, you know, you know, struggles you've had, family problems, things like that, and you literally just met the person, that's not a good way to start a conversation at all. Um, so you definitely want to be careful with what you share, especially when you first meet a friend. However, if you've, you know, it's been months and months and you're really close friends with them, you can, you know, talk about deeper topics. But remember, some things are there to be personal, so they should not be shared even to your closest friends. And unfortunately, a lot of us have to be careful with this because some, I'm speaking mainly to women here, some women in particular are very, um, are just very mean in a sense that they would share something that you don't want to be known by the general public so you need to be careful with what you say but at the same time you have to be careful about saying bad things or oversharing you know information to others that you know it's not your information gossiping is probably the first way that you can destroy friendships and it shows to other people that you are not a good friend because if you're talking about someone behind someone's back you know, you're probably talking about them behind their back, so don't gossip about others. And honestly, gossiping is, it's just so dumb. Like, there's some adults that gossip, and I sit there and I'm just like, so you really didn't leave middle school, right? Because you're supposed to even grow out of it by high school, and unfortunately, high school kids just, yeah. I mean, I kind of am a high school kid age, but like, no, I don't gossip about others. I'm at that level of maturity where talking about others in a malicious way is just dumb and a waste of my time. Number nine is actually spend time in maintaining the friendship. So again, this is something I struggle with because I'm so busy, but you know, maintaining friendships is, you know, sending them a text once in a while. Um, if you, you know, over the summer, if you don't see them or, you know, just talking with them, checking in once a month or so, if you don't see them on a generally like a consistent basis you still want to maintain those friendships and it's important um I still have friends from high school that I try my best to maintain a friendship because well they're good people and they're good friends however I'm not killing myself but you know once a month or once in a while I'd hang out with them I'd talk with them I'd grab a coffee I'd text them because it's a great way to stay connected to people um without having to over stress yourself and number 10 is to have fun. So a social life is all about having fun. It's about going to events, making friends, you know, having enjoyable moments with people that you genuinely care about. And, you know, if you're going into school or wherever else with a attitude of, again, expectation, you're not going to make friends. So have a lot of fun with, you know, the people that you're meeting, whether you are going to the same school, just, you know, a grade above or you know, um, going off to college or even transferring schools, I think it's important for you to have fun in this process because you can really make some incredible friendships among the people in, you know, your class and even the classes above and below you. So just have fun. 
So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned a lot because I feel like this was a very like, you know, ranting, rattling off the like tips and tricks of making um, friends and succeeding in your social life. But again, I'm going to remind you the three rules during this entire process, no expectations, don't care, and be kind to everyone. So, you know, whether you are going in on the first day of school with a perfect outfit or, you know, talking to someone new and going to a social event, you know, remember these three kind of rules that, you know, you need to learn how to set boundaries, how to make friends without, you know, freaking yourself out and really going to extremes because that is honestly extremely important and, you know, that's how you make good friends and good relationships for the rest of your life. However, I need to make a quick disclaimer. Sometimes you do grow away from friends. And it's okay to tell someone that, hey, you know, you're not, your friendship is not serving me anymore. Maybe they turn toxic. Maybe they turn competitive. Maybe they're just, they just don't fit with you and your lifestyle anymore. It's okay to tell them, you know, let's take a little break. Or, you know, right now I'm not really, you know, feeling a good connection with you. So if you feel the same way, let's kind of, you know, step away. And sometimes you can step away silently without the other knowing and you kind of both come to a mutual agreement. But other times it requires a conversation, especially if the person is clingy. So remember that, you know, you can make new friends, have fun in your social life, but you also need to give yourself the grace of, you know, if someone doesn't serve you anymore, stepping away from them and actually doing other things within your life that fill your cup rather than forcing yourself to be with a person that you may have outgrown or they may have outgrown you. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to Wellness with Lana and follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Right now, I'm currently not active on those accounts, but I will be eventually. I'm taking a little siesta, which you can listen to why in a previous episode. I hope these tips helped. I hope that you have a wonderful back to school season and I will see you next weekend for the third part of the back to school series is how to be successful in fitness. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.